searching through our editing as the snow begins to fall. White balance is all wrong, sorted black and white at all. Here's our Christmas show, we practice just a bit. So we apologize if it's still a bit shit. Oh, Jingle Bell, Stevie smells, Andy lays an egg. Billington stepped on a chow, but thankfully it was okay. Hey, Jingle Bell, Stevie smells, Andy lays an egg. Wrap up warm from the cold with our Christmas episode. Welcome to the Photographer's Keeping It Real podcast. I'm Andy Hudson, and this is Steve Grogan. Hello, Steve. Hello there. How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm I'm good, thank you, but I'm a little bit perturbed. Um, where is Charlie the Chocolate Lab? Doesn't he normally do these uh, these intros? He does. Unfortunately, he's got a poorly leg, uh, and he can't walk very far at the moment, um, which means that I can't sort of record a podcast on my headphones on a nice country walk where nobody's giving me weird looks. Um, yeah. So he's, he's not here, but he has left me a note to um, read out to the listeners. So uh, I'll just quickly grab that. Right. Okay, here oh. we go. Right. My name is Charlie. I'm a dog, which means I don't take wedding photos. But obvs, I would be super totes awesome at it if I did. And if I did, I would 100% use QT albums for all my client orders. They are almost as amazing as me, which, let's face it, is very hard. Please head over to the website www.qtalbums.com for more information on their fantastic products. Speaking of websites, I also have a new website, which is me and other dogs dressed as cats and cats dressed <laughs> as dogs. Right, I'm not reading out the rest of that. It goes into very dodgy territory. Uh, I think I'm going to have to have words with Charlie and maybe restrict his access to the internet and my camera looking at some of these pictures. So <laughs> we'll move on from that. How are you, Steve? You Are you good? Uh, I'm I'm fine. I'm even better after that message from, from Charlie. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I'm not quite sure what to say. Um, <laughs> well, I'm excited about this, first of all, with it being Christmas especially. Um, I do. I am wearing my Santa hat as we speak. Excellent. Nothing else, just the Santa hat. That is it. Just it. That is it. <laughs> Absolutely fine with me. Um, as long as you don't press the the button on your Skype that gives you like access to like video, then well, everyone will be fine. I do have those personal pictures you already sent me anyway, so I've seen <laughs> it all before, Steve. Oh. oh, right. Okay. Anyway, episode two of the podcast. This is obviously episode three, but if you missed it, episode two was where we spoke, to, spoke with uh, Andrew Billington and... If you did miss it, head over to the website. It's still there. You'll be able to find it under podcasts, strangely enough, I imagine. Is that where it is? It is, yeah. Well done. Brilliant, yeah. So, um, obviously, if you missed it, have a listen and maybe find out about all about the Billington Triangle and, and why the hell the last episode was was called Skid Marks. Yeah. Uh, thankfully, this this episode isn't called Skid Marks. No, we've got, we've got a, a special guest with us today who's who's a little bit more highbrow, let's say, than, than using the term Skid Marks. <laughs> oh. <laughs> She's the queen of SEO and owner of Making Your Business Shine. And I'm also giving her the unofficial title of the Duchess of Christmas. It's Madeline Jones. Hi. Hello. How are you? I'm Hi, very Madeline. well, thank you. No, you're hello, not. You're hello. such a liar. You're not well at all. You've totally like pulled yourself out of your sickbed to do this podcast. I Well, yes, but you're not going to say, oh, actually, I'm feeling like yeah. that, am I? <laughs> <laughs> That's what you said to me earlier on. But yeah, I, I get where you're coming from. Yeah. <laughs> 
but you. <laughs> no, thank thank you very much for uh, for for being with us. Uh, when I know that if it had been either me or Steve, with the level of of illness that you have with this sort of fluy, cold, chesty thing, that we'd probably be in hospital on a drip and and sort of quarantined for like a month. So we we do appreciate this. Oh, no worries at all. And it hasn't affected your voice because you've got, I have to say, it, like the poshest voice of anyone I've ever met. So <laughs> <laughs> this isn't your telephone voice, is it? This is this is actually um, this is your perfectly natural, uh, very lovely voice. It is it certainly is yes. yes. And you, <laughs> I love that. I love that you always say that I'm the poshest person you've ever met. It's just so funny. Oh no, you definitely um, are. But I, I, no. I don't know many posh people to be fair. But like, I, I know Steve, so you, you're kind of like everyone's posh compared to Steve. You know? <laughs> I'm the, uh, the the mank. But um, well, so we- mad it. Oh, go, so. No, no, I was going to say just with with Steve, you 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 got compared to John Richardson, and you said you looked a bit like Carl Pilkington. Maddie, you described yourself as something which was even better. I think. Can you remember what it was? Yeah, I'm uh, I'm the love child of Bridget Jones and Patsy from Ab Fab. Yeah. Oh. And <laughs> so so basically, I mean, I did a, a webinar the other day to a US audience. And I just got so many comments about my accent; it was hilarious. Well, I uh, I because it was so British and. <laughs> It's yeah. I mean, it's like you know. I might as well be asking after. I might as well be asking everyone round for afternoon tea. <laughs> oh, it's wow. just uh, it's a little bit. It's a little bit much sometimes. I do know that, but I have been binging on the on the Crown this week on Netflix, and I think I've just got a little bit more posh as a result. <laughs> 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 no, no, well, well, Maddie. Anyway, thanks for coming along. Um, as Andy said, we do appreciate it, and we've asked you on, uh, not just because you've got a very posh voice. Um, but, but because I think everybody in the community or the wedding photography community that we're involved in, we all get a bit bamboozled by SEO, social media. And we want you to kind of give our people some advice. Um, so first of all, how did you get in into it all? How did you get started and become an SEO guru? Well, um, basically, I was a teenage geek. I had the internet at home before any of my friends due to my dad's job. And so I learned to code back in 99, uh, designing my first website, which was all about the very classy subject of Ace Ventura. <laughs> um, oh, great film. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely classic. Um, and then I went on to do a business degree. And then I just worked in various marketing online jobs in London before. I then planned my own wedding back in 2011. Um, and at the time, and at the time, despite my wedding blog obsession, I couldn't find the suppliers I wanted very easily. And it wasn't because they didn't exist. It was basically because they didn't have someone like me in their lives. So uh-huh. I started working for bloggers and photographers and realized there was actually a whole business in it. So here we are, wow. 2017, and I've become known as the SEO queen, which obviously I'm very pleased with. That's an amazing title to have. Um, it really is. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually quite envious. I hope at some point oh. I'm known as like the wedding photography queen or king. <laughs> yeah, the queen, the queen might be a bit different. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, seeing as if it's seeing as it's Christmas, I have actually poured myself a little drink. What's everyone else drinking? Uh, well, I'm having a we- uh, a whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> I have actually already drank about half of it, which might be why I can't pronounce whiskey properly. Um, from a little distillery up in Inverness called Ben Romack, um, which is it, it's absolutely delicious and i got it from the distillery itself and when they asked me if i wanted to try any of the whiskies when i was there i did ask if i could have a try of the 50 year old because they didn't say anything about the fact i couldn't uh and then they told me it was six pound to try it and i was like 
I'll tell you what, just w- give me one that's free. Um, you asked. <laughs> yeah, this is the ten-year-old. It's very, it's very nice. I'm, I'm enjoying it very much. Um, so, um, anyone who's listening to this episode should, I should point out, it is currently twenty to nine at night. So we're not sort of just having a major session in the morning while we record this. It's like a reasonably sort of presentable time to be having a drink. I'd, I'd have been up for an early drink if someone would have uh, yeah. said anything. But Steve's been on on the Jaeger since since six a.m. Um, it's Christmas has, has made me drink. <laughs> and Maddie, I'm going to guess that you're probably on. I'm going to say snowballs. <laughs> Snowball. <laughs> Is that because it's a posh no. drink? Yeah. I, <laughs> I can imagine what? Maddie drinking a snowball. <laughs> Oh dear! No, I uh, I'm not seventy. Um, no, I'm, I'm I'm more of a pink gin drinker myself. Although oh. tonight on the decaf tea, as I've got this uh, weird fluey, coldy thing. Oh no! Um, but Andy, I'm really surprised you're not drinking beer. Oh, here we go. Newcastle right. Brown Ale. No, there's a story behind beer, but we'll go on to that in a minute. Let's find out what Steve's drinking first. Steve, what are you drinking? A uh, Vimto. <laughs> A cheeky, vim- a cheeky Vimto? That's a cocktail, isn't no, it? No, no, just Vimto. Oh, great. Had... So I'm the only one who's drinking alcohol. Yes, because... Uh, I love it. I, I've had the... I, I, believe it or not, Andy, and I know you, you'll laugh, but I actually don't drink that much anymore these days. Um, but in the last month or so, with it being Christmas, and I went to see a friend in Dubai and, um, and like a mini break, I've actually drank a crazy amount of alcohol and I need a break. Fair enough. Well, I, I would like to point out that I'm not drinking whiskey. I was just saying that because I thought it would help me fit in. Uh, I'm currently on Aww. chamomile tea. This is a wild party. Isn't it? <laughs> no, I am it's drinking whiskey. Crazy. I am drinking whiskey, to be fair. <laughs> um, right, okay, this story about beer then. Right, okay. I made quite an interesting impression on Maddie when I met her at Snap Photography Festival. Luckily, oh, right. it wasn't the first impression, luckily. I had already endeared myself partially to her, I think, by this point. Um, but I, I had a SEO one. Maddie's like, no, not really, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had um, an SEO one-to-one with Maddie. And it was like at half seven at night or something. And I thought, right, it'll be only fair to take a beer along to drink and obviously one for Maddie. So we can have a beer and have a chat and relax because she's had a hard day sort of teaching everyone SEO and stuff. So, um but I didn't have a bottle opener and the only way I could open the bottle was to jam it in like this table thing just outside the uh, Berber tent thing where I was sleeping. And um, that would be fine if it wasn't for the fact the bottle had to be upside down while you did it for it to work. Right. Now, I'm, I'm not stupid, right? <laughs> I know okay. that if you open a bottle of beer upside down, the liquid will fall out, you know, laws of gravity and all that. Yeah. So I thought, well, I'll just like sort of you know, take the little, just a tiny little gap in it, and then I'll, I'll like, prise the rest off with, like, a, I don't know, fork or something, right? Like, the handle from a fork. Um, now, I, I'm not going to claim that I know a lot about science, but apparently it turns out that if you even just make a tiny, tiny little gap between the bottle and the cap whilst it's upside down, some sort of weird pressure thing happens, <laughs> and it, it flies up into the air, <laughs> like an upside-down sort of waterfall. Like, like a beer rocket. Yeah, and, and, and coach, you, coach you from head to toe in beer. So 
I look down at myself sort of dripping <laughs> with beer and I'm like, yeah, I've got to go to this SEO thing. I haven't got time to have a shower or get changed. So I just went over with two beers dripping of, you know, thinking of, yeah, of alcohol, um, which which would have probably been um, the, the worst part of that. But um, I think Maddie will probably want to bring up another part of our conversation that we had. Yeah, it did. It didn't finish there, did it, Andy? No. It, was, it was really sweet because you you turned out with these two beers, and I felt partly responsible because I'm pretty sure I demanded that you bring me a beer. I think you might. I was have like, done, look, yeah. if you're going to come and see me at seven thirty, then I need a beer. Um, but anyway, no, it was the session went well, and then you asked me to scan through your website, which is part of the one to one, and then I noticed a vital error, and you'd missed the D from your name on your <laughs> homepage, which basically led me led me to start calling you any Hudson because any Hudson could do it. Yeah. And we both got the uncontrollable giggles, which was made worse by the fact that both of us were quite ill and lacking a lot of voice. Oh yeah, that's and right. It's, do you remember? And yeah. both of us, we just and then we just kept setting each other off. Yeah. But I get, I gave about forty one to one sessions that week, but that one definitely sticks out in my memory for sure. I it's think so this is good that you're telling me this, Maddie, because um, Andy's is a bit of a control freak when it comes to spelling and grammar. Whenever I do anything <laughs> for the website. I send it over to Andy just so he can proofread it first, and and he comes back with about fifty million amendments. So, <laughs> yeah. and that's only on like, five lines as well of text. It does. It, so it turns out that Andy does make mistakes, which is nice to hear. Yeah, and do you know what it was <laughs> though, right? I walked into that one-to-one session because, like, I'm not going to say I can be a little bit cocky at times because I'm, I'm, I uh... am, yeah, I am a little bit. <laughs> only when I think I know something, right? And I do. I have done a lot of like sort of research and SEO and taught myself a problem. So I kind of walked in just sort of like, hi, Maddie. Well, you know, give me some one-to-one advice, but you know, I'll probably end up telling you stuff. Kind of like sort of swagger going on. I didn't actually say that, but it was just kind of like the, the swagger I had. And then and then Maddie's like, yeah, you can't even spell your name properly. <laughs> Great comeback. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. It was perfect. It was absolutely ah, fine. It was very yeah. funny. It was apologize. a story to remember. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> Anyway, let's get down to business before putting our Christmas presents because yes. we have actually all bought each other gifts to open um, to get into the Christmas spirit. But that's later. So questions, first of all. Now, this this is something that I've heard a lot of recently. So I'm hoping that Maddie can, can shed some light on this. On Instagram, there's a little thing going around at the moment where people are saying, oh, I'm, I'm be- I've been shadow banned or how do I stop shadow banning on Instagram? Um, Maddie, can you can you help us with this? What is shadow banning, and and how can people stop it? Yeah, that's a fantastic question because yeah, it is the one hot on everyone's lips at the moment. Um, so first of all, the tricky thing is that Instagram refuses to admit that it's a thing, um, and it, that's really frustrating, um, but true, unfortunately. So that does make it a little bit trickier to figure out how the hell to beat it. Um, but the key thing is really to start out whether you've actually been shadow banned or have you just right. fallen victim to the fact that the algorithms changed recently. OK. Um, so the way to actually check if you've actually been shadow banned is when you post an image and you post the hashtags with the image. Mm-hmm. Then if you go to each of the hashtags, and actually check if your image is actually showing under that hashtag. Then if it is, then you haven't been shadow banned. Ah. Um, yeah. So that's so that's how you can tell. Uh, is, you might actually oh yeah sorry is it is this because instagram suspects that you're being spammy or something or with your posts yeah. or yeah yeah ah. so basically 
basically what what happened was we were all using the set you know we found we all found a set of hashtags that worked for our businesses yeah um you know like kind of like a standard 10 or 15 and then we just added a few extra right that's what everyone's been doing yeah and and actually instagram just wants to stop that kind of spammy activity um because it's what a lot of bots were doing you know all mm. those irritating accounts that basically are just nonsense yeah so so yes yeah, so they just really want to make everything a little bit more genuine um but yeah so i just think they've, they've gone a bit on the overkill and of course the at the same time the algorithm has changed so it's no longer chronological it's much more like facebook where yes. the more you interact with certain accounts the more those accounts will turn up in your feed yeah, which is yeah. really annoying because of course actually if you're a wedding supplier and you want to get found by your clients then actually it's just a little bit harder to get found so mm. what you have to do is use different hashtags each time ah I assume that's because somebody who's looking for a wedding supplier, it's not generally the kind of thing that they would interact with a lot before they they actually start looking for that particular supplier. Is that is that right? Well, you'd be surprised. Um, certainly with Pinterest, um, I think there was some kind of stat that I think over a third of Pinterest users actually have boards to pl- where they're planning their wedding even before they got engaged. Oh, yes. I've heard this in speeches oh so many God. times. Oh, God. Yeah, so, so I wouldn't, wouldn't count on that. I mean, some people just do tend to follow those kind of accounts, even if, you know, they just love following wedding accounts, even if yeah. they're not engaged. Um, but yeah, so I just I would just um, recommend just changing up the, ha- the hashtags that you use. Is it yeah. sort of good practice to be in like an uh, in a pod and then just look at whose pictures are getting lots of likes in your pod and then just copy and paste their hashtags into your pictures? No, Instagram's clamping down on pods, yeah. so don't don't so leave, leave pods alone. Okay. Um, yeah. That's they're, usually they're, my tactic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not a good tactic anymore. I'm afraid. Sorry. <laughs> I think cop- copy and pasting and anything that's a bit copy and pasty is is always going to eventually fall foul. And and I can understand why they do it. I think I know it's annoying, but they are ultimately doing it to improve the reach, aren't they? Though, so to stop the bots kind of taking over. Exactly. Yeah. I heard someone say that um, you you should so make sure that basically your hashtags are something that is viewable in the photo. So there's no point in putting uh, bridesmaids if it's a picture of a dog, say for example, because then uh, Instagram will look at it and go, well, "It's a dog." That should 100% be the case anyway, yeah. no matter what. No matter what, really. I mean, mm. it's a bit like when you tag your images for SEO. You know, when you're renaming them or adding alt text, things like that then you should you should always use keywords that are actually relevant to what the content of the image. Yeah. Mm, um, otherwise, you're just not going to get that engagement that you're hoping for anyway. So basically, we're going to have to actually start doing some proper work rather yeah. than... Yeah. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> oh, well. Well, speaking of uh, of sort of things that are going a bit sort of south at the moment in terms of, of our sort of reach and things on social media, uh, Facebook organic reach has absolutely bombed recently. Um, and I know loads of people having problems with that um what can we do to keep our audience engaged i'm guessing it's a case now that we actually have to try and properly engage with our audience and talk to them and get them to do stuff on our page exactly yeah. exactly so basically in my experience this is really down to a few factors because facebook obviously wants us to pay for the reach that we used to get for free yeah. mm-hmm. um that's that's basically what what they're obviously angling for so i've got a few different pointers um, one of them is review what has worked before. You can have a look at Facebook insights, see which posts worked well, figure out why they worked well. Is it, mm. you know, 
the colours? Is it uh, the fact that you matched it to the season quite well? Is it, you know, are you known for shooting in particular locations? Um, what has worked well for you? Is it because you tagged the actual couple? And um, that often obviously works well. Um, and, it, and then basically contacting the couple saying, please do share from my page. Yeah. And basically just working, working that little bit more, just interacting with your audience more. Um, but really reviewing what has worked before really goes to help a lot. Um, and the other thing that springs to mind is really to consider who are you actually aiming at? Who is your target audience? Who are you trying to attract? And then are you posting more of that kind of couple or wedding? Mm. Um, and a lot of people I find just haven't done that kind of target audience research. Yeah. But I've got a handy free download. Ooh. Ooh. We yeah, like I'm this. Just, yes, I thought you might. If you go into my homepage and um, I, there's like a, a pink pop up there where you can download a free target audience profile template. What's your website, Maddie? Sorry. Business-shine.co.uk. Ah, right. Good. Thank you. And that will actually really help you in so many ways, not just Facebook content, but actually, um, you know, obviously helping you helping you figure out what the hell to blog about and uh, and all that kind of thing as well. So hopefully it'll be really useful. Oh, that, that sounds great. I'm sure um, the listeners of, in our community will find that really useful. Um, any any help we can get when it comes to social media is, um, is so much appreciated because it is a little bit of a minefield. Um, yeah. I mean, it's a bit like SEO when it comes to SEO. Um, you hear that, that so many times in, in groups and forums that we're all members of uh, but what would be your your say top five tips for getting google to to love you well first of all it's not about getting google to love you it's about getting your audience to love you um right. and i think that lots of people get really caught up in what's the latest in the google algorithm the latest in the google algorithm is that it's getting much much more focused on human beings and what actually people are actually engaging with right. so for example the longer people stay on your website Yes. So are you providing lots of opportunities for engagement? Are you linking lots, you know, with kind of nice, colourful buttons or links to other pages? Basically, the longer that the audience stays on your website, the better. So right. that's that's one of the, that's one of the top five tips I would definitely share. Wow. Um, yeah. Um, and then I would also consider um, on the more slightly more technical side, checking your page speed. Um, and there's a free way to do that if you go to gtmetrics.com. Uh, yeah, I've, I've seen and, that, actually. That's really useful. Yeah. But yeah. the most common one with photographers is that um, no one is loading their images at the same size at which they're displayed. So what everyone's doing is loading them. that They're lovely 3000 pixels wide, except that they're only really being displayed, at, say, 1500 wide. Right. And so actually that's slowing down your website and that's uh -huh. putting people off because it's taking longer to taking load. Taking ages. I've seen yeah. people do that. Yeah. It really confuses me. Sort of like they don't know what the correct um, dimensions are. So they just do like, I've seen people do high res and you sort of look at their, their um, images on their homepage and like 15, 19 meg for like the first wow. picture in a slider. And there's like five pictures in a slider and you're like, oh my God, like imagine trying to load that up. It's like, yeah, no, like uh, 250 kilobytes, I think is sort of usually what mine are. Yeah. mine are a little yeah, bit larger true. but um they still uh, my, mine mine still passes some some good speed tests thankfully that's so. good oh good good i'm pleased yeah. um the next point i would definitely say is keyword research um lots of people don't know what their keyword phrases are that they're supposed to be using on their different pages and posts on the website mm. so there's a free uh tool that you can use google keyword planner it will try and get you to use adwords just bypass that 
Mm. Um, and it will give you basically a good indication of which phrases to use. However, it has clamped down recently. So it's only giving you kind of like a vague number. Um, right. If you do actually want exact numbers, you know, because we want, really want to know how many people a month are searching and what level of competition it is, how many, you know, how many of your other competitors are actually using this phrase. Right. Um, ideally, you want to go for a low competition phrase, but ideally quite high search volume. Um, then I would recommend a program called Longtail Pro. And um, I actually have a 30% discount link which oh. I will happily share. God, you are the, the duchess the of, uh, of of Christmas with all these all these links and like downloads and presents for everyone. It's amazing. It's, it's so exciting. It's Very generous. Yeah. yeah. You might get upgraded from yeah, a duchess at this rate. I don't know what the next one is. Baroness? <laughs> oh, Baroness, I love. Yeah, okay. Let's do that. Okay. Yeah, the Baroness of um, Christmas now. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Um, so, yeah, so I think I've... Have I, shared, I think I've shared four, so... Um, the last one I would definitely say is that you need to have plenty of good quality content on your website. Right. Goes without saying, really. Well, it does, but also lots of people don't really understand what that means. That could be quite a vague statement. So yeah. you, you need to have, less, you know, there's a very sexy, trendy thing at the moment just to have like a one pager or maybe one or two pager on your website. And then some people are trying to, trying to avoid blogging, for example. You can't mm-hmm. avoid blogging. You do need to no. blog. It's the way the search engines will find you. Blogging's interesting um, anyway. It gives you the opportunity to in, to stay relevant and fresh, doesn't it? With new stuff all the time. So exactly, exactly. But you do need to have several pages on your website as well. Obviously, you'll have a home page, but on your about page, I really see that about page is quite underlooked a lot of the time. Um, it's not just about me, Maddie, and that's who I am. It's about the business. It's about um, who I love to work with. It's about my target audience. I really love it when photographers do this on their about page and right. because yeah, because basically we do a lot of copywriting for photographers. It's something I'm always harping on about, basically. So it's um, it's really it's such a great opportunity for the for your target couples to actually see themselves working with you. And no. so I just really. Yeah. Really, really good opportunity for engagement, basically. Can I just say congratulations and well done on managing not to put spelling your name right in any of those five i was waiting for it I, you paused a little bit before the fifth one i thought i know it's coming here <laughs> you thought she's gonna have another dick out yeah i thought it was gonna be like just make sure when you put if you would like to book uh andy hudson photography click here make sure you don't put any hudson will do <laughs> uh, uh, i love it no you know what it was actually really funny because um i got sent an email early going top five seo tips i don't know from some agency or something because you always i always get sent these things yeah and, uh, and one of them was spelling and grammar on your website <laughs> and i was like i can't i can't mention it i can't mention it <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah it's fine it's okay i'm still i still i still sort of like break out in cold sweats every now now and then when i'm typing like anything in a blog post and i just sort of have to double check i've spot my name right it's uh yeah right um i'm you mentioned pinterest before right I am yeah. totally hopeless at Pinterest, right? To the point where sometimes I try and look at something on Google Images and it takes me to Pinterest and it's like, have you got an account? And I'm like, I do, but I can't even be bothered to sign in. So I just go back and look at something else. So like, I am like the worst person at Pinterest and I know I need to start using it for my business, uh, but I have literally no idea why or how. So please give me some advice. Happily. Okay, so... <laughs> there was such a um, long I pause there. Love- 
What's that? Yeah, there was such a long pause. I was like, she died? <laughs> yes, yes. She's yes, killed I, over. I have died. I keep having to mute so that you don't all get deafened. Oh, all right. Sorry. cough. <laughs> okay, so, um, yes, I've died. Um, so, yeah, so basically with Pinterest, I really see it as a search engine for the wedding industry. It's um, it's not just Google that's a search engine. It's all different social media platforms as well. And I really see that Pinterest is, you know, like I said, I was joking earlier about the about people, most likely women, let's face it, are planning their weddings before they even get engaged. Yeah. Um, and so actually the way that you can create a fantastic Pinterest profile is obviously pinning your own work, but also pinning what inspires you and actually shows that you're a human being. You know, we all see the kind of cliches about being authentic and be you and no one else is you and all that, you know, malarkey. But actually, um, it really counts on Pinterest. People really want to see kind of, yeah, like you're, the, you're a human being. So they want to see what, what your special interests are and things like that. And you create different boards so you can um, have different uh, areas where you're focusing on, you know, different counties or different cities where you shoot wed- where you shoot weddings. Yeah. Um, you can create boards about the inspiration behind your couple shoots for example um you can create ones obviously on your own interests basically you can really go to town and treat pinterest a bit like a a mood board or a scrapbook that kind of vibe Mm. but actually obviously you know you can spend hours on it let's face it but what Mm. you want to do is actually be quite strategic and not just pin your own work but do pin other images as well because otherwise you'll just saturate your followers feeds um but the other key thing is to Oh, what's that? No, I was just saying that sounds really good. I'd never really understood what what the point of it was, but I guess am I sort of like when I've done all this and I've created sort of like my personality to show people, then do I have a link to it on my website or something so that people can then click through to it and and sort of look at it? Yeah, absolutely. So right. basically what you do is you pin all your images. If you want to pin your own work to your Pinterest boards, pin from your website. Don't don't upload from your desktop. Right. Mm. Um so that so that will link back to your website. The other thing is to enable rich pins, which is basically, you might have seen this. I know that you don't use Pinterest that often, but basically the rich pins appear always at the top of search results. And they're a bit, they're, the text is a little bit bolder um, and it's particularly good for blog posts. It'll is also that like show if you, the title of the blog post. Is that if you like pay Pinterest uh, X amount, they will no. boost it? No, no. Oh, so no, it's, no, free. it's free. free. Yeah. Wow. I, I, I reckon that will that won't necessarily last too long maybe i don't know am i being am i maybe am i being cynical no no there is a paid option for pinterest um ah. you can pay you can pay for pinterest ads you can pay for all sorts of things on pinterest um but what you really um can do is yeah there, there's a lot of stuff that you can do for free um and actually i run a pinterest love uh online course which is opening for enrollment in the new year um so just basically contact me and i'll get you on the mailing list and also i'm doing a pinterest workshop in london in february so um so tickets are available for that as well excellent i need to get on that that workshop because you know social media uh, and sort of advertising and marketing and things like that a lot of time it's just sort of like something that you you don't really invest the effort into to really get anything out and then you get a bit disillusioned because you haven't really understood what you're doing and so i think like courses like that they're someone you know even just chatting to you now I kind of understand it like a million times more than I did before 
well, that's good. I'm really glad because that's why I have a job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you'd been like, oh, I don't know, I don't, I've never even heard of Pinterest, we'd have been like, oh, oh, oh. Whoa, what have yeah. we got here? <laughs> yeah, we. He, Maddie did say that. We just cut it out and then told her what to say and, and restarted the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we didn't. I'm joking. Yeah, that didn't happen. Um, right. Um, no, some great advice there, Maddie. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. Maddie. Um, Thank you. With... I don't know if you've been listening to the the previous podcast, but we have had some some great embarrassing stories that we all like to share on here. Anyone who comes on has to tell us something embarrassing that's happened to them. That's one of the rules. Um, so have you got a good one lined up for us, Maddie? Uh, yeah, I've actually got two little tales to share with today because I think you might two. enjoy both. So we'll right. See. Yeah. Well, well, before yeah. we do, as always, we've got to have the jingle. So we'll do the jingle and then you can go straight into number one of your embarrassing stories. Right, so here we go. Come sit on Santa's knee and tell me your embarrassing story. Ho, 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 ho. It didn't happen at a wedding, but it's still really embarrassing. Oh, come sit on Santa's knee and tell me your embarrassing story. This better be a good one, or you're going on my naughty list, young lady. Ho, ho, ho. Blitzen, stop eating all the men's pies, you little rascal. Okay, Muddy, hit us up with uh, embarrassing story number one. Well, actually, Andy, I no longer feel I can really tease you about being any Hudson, oh. because um, I actually type really fast. And of course, as we all know, uh, you know, you rely on autocorrect without always checking first before you press send. Yeah. Um, and my business is called Making Your Business Shine. <laughs> no. um, so, I, so I think I can guess what's coming now. <laughs> yeah, it's actually quite embarrassing how many times I've actually typed Making Your Business Shite. Oh, in the my God. Yes. Um, <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> which is obviously quite a different concept. Can yeah. you imagine? Me and Steve run <laughs> workshops on that. <laughs> Oh dear, this is how to spell your name wrong. Um, but yeah, so that's that's embarrassing tale number one. I just thought it's pretty good. I like, that, like one. that one. Let's say number two, then go on. Okay, so I think one of the key embarrassing stories is that when I when I held um, I was asked to speak as a guest speaker on a webinar earlier this year, and someone else was hosting. They were quite big, so it was quite quite you know to a number of people. They paid to be there, so it was a little bit more pressure, you know. Um, but actually, she was the one who was in, in touch with the audience. So actually, it helped quite, you know, calm my nerves a bit. So it just felt like I was just talking to her. Um, but at one point, halfway through, the technology failed, as it sometimes does. And I lost contact with her. So naturally, I assumed that I'd also lost contact with the audience. <gasps> so, so, so when my large, bear in mind, I was on camera. Um, so when my large fluffy cat jumped up on the table to say hello... I properly started having a chat with her, uh, like I normally do when I'm in private. In your pet voice, course, the, the, the voice that we all have for our pets. So, yeah. So when you're talking <laughs> to your pet in private, you do develop a very silly voice. You and do. so it was a good, yeah, so it was a good few minutes of me just chatting to my cat. Um, and so, <laughs> so you can imagine my recorded? Has this been recorded by um, anyone, this this moment when the cat jumps on? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you need to see so, the link of that. <laughs> Uh, so you can imagine my terror, obviously, when the host came back on and the audience were all just full of comments to her about how much they were laughing at me and the cat. <laughs> I mean, it's just, I mean, talk about professional. <laughs> you know what, though? It does kind of sound like the kind of thing that could could actually do you favours because they will never forget you now, though, will they? 
That's true. That's I can, true. I, I can get a lot of inquiries after that one. I can <laughs> just imagine it though, like, you know, like, and yeah, so, um, so in terms of Pinterest, what do you need to do? <laughs> uh, hello? Oh, oh. Hey, hello, Mr. Whiskers! How are you? Oh, you love your mommy, don't you? I love you too. Oh, and lick my face, lick my face. Or something, yeah. Mr. Whiskers. <laughs> I just came up with that on the spot. That's the worst name for a cat ever. That, what, what, oh, that might be the name of the cat, Steve. Careful. Oh, sorry, sorry. Don't worry, it's Toffee. It's not oh, Mr. Okay. Whiskers. Oh, Mr. Whiskers. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. I hated that impression of me. <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was Stop brilliant. Cats. Oh, you, you should be on TV, Andy. Really <laughs> okay, well, um, that that was very good. Well done. It's it's not quite as bad as Andrew Billington stepping on a baby, but it's it's pretty up there, to be fair. <laughs> the baby survived. Yeah, <laughs> Maddie's reputation didn't. <laughs> oh. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, we're gonna have to do presents because I'm guessing Steve's probably half unwrapped his already. Um, they're on the table, and I've I've been looking over them excitedly i've got two you have i'm very generous i mean santa's very generous um so maddie uh, you're our guest so i think you should go first i'm very excited i've got two presents here and uh so i'm just going to unwrap one go now there's it. a very unusual message with it i think it's in some kind of foreign language oh, Andy. yeah i forgot i put that on do you want to can you read it out please Oh, definitely not. No, no, no that's think, why I put I think it on. It's in your accent, isn't it? Just, just say it. That's it's why. I, go on. It says something about brass monkeys. Go on, I'm read. Definitely not going. And to that's not rude. That just oh means it's cold. Yeah, it says something about. Hope it's not in your language. <laughs> it's like, I hope it's not cold, and you hope you don't have brass monkeys. Or no, 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 no. It's not rude. It, I don't know what the same means, but if it's so cold, like you see brass monkeys, I don't know what it is. Well, us Southerners don't really know about that. But, oh my God, you bought me a Geordie English dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you'll, you'll be fluent oh, within about two weeks. I think you should open it at a random page and just read something else. A swear word, probably. <laughs> oh, yeah. Where's, where's a good swear word? That's important. <laughs> it's always important to learn in a different language. Oh, definitely. Oh, apparently. Hinny. Canny when referring to women, girls and children. Hinny. Hinny? Yeah. Hinny? That's actually a word? Yeah, yeah, my next-door neighbour used to call me it all the time. Yeah, I eat Hinny. Ah, I've heard, I've heard canny as in good, as in that's canny. Yeah, like. but Hinny, no, Hinny's, Hinny's, but she's, yeah, I think it's not supposed to be for boys, but she, she probably thought I was a bit camp or something, so she called me it. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, one more, no, Ma you... one more, Maddie, before before okay. we move on to the next present. Yeah. Okay. Oh, one, one more word. Okay, yeah. Hang on. Um... Oh, I just think the I just think the way you say Newcastle is hilarious. Newcastle. Yes, I love it. <laughs> that, that's not too broad, though. You need no. to be. My 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 one of my best friend is, is um his wife is from Newcastle, and you do need translations every single time you speak to. But I've got I've picked it up quite well, and I I kind of understand what's going on now most of the time. Yeah, yeah it's not that bad. Yeah, it's good. I love it. It's a good I... language. Did I tell you when I, the time I went to Sunderland? Um, and I've never been to Newcastle, but I went to Sunderland, which is nearby, isn't it? it sort is, of. Yeah, yeah, they don't like each other very much. No. Oh, okay. I went, I'll, I'll carry. I'll move on then. Move <laughs> on. <laughs> you didn't call uh, somebody from Sunderland a Geordie, did you, or something? I, I did. No, I didn't. I accidentally ended up having dinner with the mayor of Sunderland. Um, it <laughs> accidentally? Was what, like, did you <laughs> just walk into his house or something? Yeah, into the town hall. I demand to have dinner with the mayor. <laughs> well... But funnily enough, everyone in Sunderland thought I was quite posh as well, and um, and so and so they, they stuck me on, and so they stuck me on this table with these lovely 
people and so I was chatting away to them they were like oh you're from the south oh lovely so it turns out they were the mayor and mayoress so yeah I don't know I I don't know whether they just wanted to stick all the posher people together I don't know what the hell quite possibly like posh anyway class apartheid are you opening (laughs) more presents are you opening more presents there I am I am I'm a bit excited Oh my god, I've got unicorns on. Oh, it's a mug. Okay, so Andy knows that I absolutely love glitter. Yeah. And it's a pink so it's, and it's gold. Great. It's a pink and gold mug saying glitter makes me happy, which it does. So thank you so much, Santa. Yeah, Santa Santa <laughs> knew that you would like something sparkly, so yes. Uh, so many are you, are you one of the only people in the world who whenever they receive a card with glitter on it gets excited when glitter actually ends up all over the place? <laughs> Oh my god, it's literally my dream. It's <sighs> like there was this there was this business idea. I don't know whether it's still around. It might be. It's like a couple of years ago now. And basically you could send glitter bombs to your enemies apparently and I was oh, like, wow. who would want to do that to their enemies? Like that's yeah. an amazing business idea. I can imagine <laughs> you getting one and you'd be like, "Hey Mr. Whiskers, it's a glitter bomb." <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my god, too good. Well, too good. We, we need to figure out a way of sending like a, a shipment of glitter to Maddie. Yeah. Like, like, a, like delivered, like like on the back of a truck or Like something. a skip of it. <laughs> yeah. Just oh, my for, God, I think I might die. Yeah. I'm happy Like, you know, <laughs> you know, ball pits for children will just, like, deliver one of them with, like, just full of glitter for Maddie. <laughs> right, Steve, go for it. Oh, is it my turn? It's your turn. Which one should I open first? Um, open the... Well, I don't... <laughs> I can't really just... <laughs> I have to tell you what it is before to tell you to open it. Just go for it. Whatever. Right. I guess what one of them is anyway, because okay. I was having a good feel earlier. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to sound um, sinister when I said the word feel there. It's just my northern working class roots shining through. Indeed. Ah! Thank you very much. It's a mug with a Manchester bee on it. Uh, I know you're a proud Mancunian, and obviously I seem to like to buy cups for people, it seems. So. No, it, it's, it's good because yeah. I do drink tea, Yeah, and it's it's useful. Thank you. I do like useful presents. I'm, uh... <laughs> okay, that's good. No, that's very good. Thank you. I shall, I shall um, drink my next brew out of that. Fantastic. Excellent. Open the next one. Oh, here we go. It's a book. Yes. Called? Called Vernon God Little. Yes. Right. This is my... I I have no idea what this is about. This is just random, but... It's my favourite book of all time. And it won the... Has it got any pictures in it? No, unfortunately not. (laughs) It's not a (laughs) pop-up book either, sadly. Um, I may have pitched it a bit too high for you, but... um... Um, it won the Booker Prize in 2003, and my mother-in-law bought it, didn't really like it, gave it to me, and I read it, and I was like, this is the best book I've ever read. I used to read a lot of books. Um, is it fact or fiction? This is the problem, because I thought it was a lovely present until you decided to tell me maybe four or five times yesterday that you don't like fictional books, <laughs> and I was like... Bah. I like the BFG and anything by Roald Dahl, so... Mm. Yeah, it's it's a purely fictional book, but it is a brilliant book. So if you do read it, um, I will. You will I enjoy will it. Read it. I will read it. It Excellent. will go. It will. It will be on the little pile that I keep next to the throne upstairs. Ex- uh, right. Okay. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Oh, right. And thank you. That's very kind. I really do like these. That's okay. These on my, on that note, I'm going to open mine now. My wife Gaia very kindly wrapped it uh, when it arrived yesterday. Um, she's written a note on it. 
okay, on a on a little label that I wasn't allowed to read until just now, which makes me incredibly nervous, okay? What does the note say? Oh, <laughs> it's nothing. It just says, to Andy, Merry Christmas, lots of... And lots of love and kisses, Steve, a.k.a. Groggy Bear. Ah, right. So, That's very nice. I, I would have put that anyway if I, if I was wrapping it. I know. I thought it was going to be like really rude and obscene or like it described the horror that I was about to open of some sort oh. of like a mankini or something. But no. no. Oh, my God. <laughs> I would put the picture on the on the website if that's what it is. I, I will. I will warn you. No, it, it isn't a mankini. Right. Okay. Let's see what it is. It feels like a book. That's probably right. Being Steve, the uh, autobiography of Steve. <laughs> oh, thanks, Steve. It is no. cycling, <laughs> cycling for dummies. Um, thank you, Steve. I am. I have started cycling recently, and Steve gets lots of messages while I'm cycling of me complaining about how much I hate cycling. <laughs> That's why I bought it because I, I thought you were moaning about having to go up, up hills, and yeah. I was like, "Well, you don't live in Holland, so you need to get used to it." I do. Yeah. I literally spend about an hour, an hour and an hour and a half cycling, and about forty-five minutes of that is me sitting on my phone on a bench, sort of sending pictures of the view <laughs> and, and moaning about how much my legs hurt. Hopefully, that will give you some <laughs> tips on how to strengthen up those, uh, yeah. those weary legs and um, and power on. I have a feeling this is a present as much for you as it is for me, so you can just stop getting messages from me <laughs> twice a week about how much <laughs> I hate cycling. Every day is a school day. We need to push ourselves and learn. We do. So I think it's like educational gift. It's for dummies. I think it might be slightly more advanced than the stage I'm currently at, but hopefully I can work up to it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there'll be some tips there. Yeah, fingers crossed. Right. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate the the presence. And um, we're going to sort of wrap it up now because um, Maddie's uh, been a total trooper coming on and having a chat with us when she's not very well. Uh, so thank you. you. Maddie, bless you. Yeah, thank you very much, Maddie. We really appreciate it. Hope you're better in time for Christmas. Can you just remind everyone one more time of uh, your business name and your website? Yes, my business is called Make Your Business Shine and my website is business-shine.co.uk. Instagram, maddie.shine as well. Yeah, shine shine yeah not gotta shite be... <laughs> <laughs> yes gotta be very clear. I, i'm going to to follow you within 12 seconds of this podcast ending good man excellent brilliant yeah and, <laughs> and speaking of um shine or words that rhyme with it uh me and steve are now going to play you out with a christmas song uh, and we're going to do it fully live with <laughs> the guitar and uh singing so um yeah i'm terrible at playing the guitar so we'll see how this goes okay here we go Snow is falling all around me Children playing, having fun Tis a season of love and understanding Merry Christmas, everyone Time for parties and celebration People dancing all night long Time for presents And exchanging kisses Time for singing Christmas songs Take it away, Steve! We're gonna have A party tonight 
I'm gonna rock that girl underneath the mistletoe and keep it real tonight. Room is swaying, records playing, all the old songs love to hear. All I wish that every day was Christmas. What a nice way to spend the year, Steve. We're gonna have a party tonight I'm gonna rock that girl underneath the mistletoe And keep it real tonight Snow is falling all around me Children playing, having fun Tis the season of love and understanding Merry Christmas Everyone, Merry Christmas, everyone, Merry Christmas, everyone. Woo! Merry Christmas, Woo. everyone! All right.